Hello and welcome to my new podcast. The reason I started this project is because I want to be of more service to my audience directly. What that means is that each episode, I want a member of my audience, you, to be a guest on my podcast and we can talk about anything you want that you believe I can help you with. These are basically free coaching calls, free coaching calls for you. We can talk about anything the guest wants as long as he believes that I'm competent in that field. And of course, the reason the coaching calls are recorded is so you can listen to them and benefit from the same information. Now, if you want to be a guest on my podcast, you can. Follow me on Instagram and look for the post where I announced that I'm looking for a new guest. If you fit the podcast requirements, linked in my Instagram bio, you have to read the podcast requirements and you are available at the time I'll be recording the podcast, comment on the picture saying you want to be a guest. After 24 hours, I randomly choose someone from the comments to be the next guest. If that happens to be you, you get to be on this podcast. My guest for this episode is John. He is currently a nutrition and dietetics student in Greece and wanted to talk to me about self-discipline, growing an online brand and affiliate marketing. The reason he wanted to talk to me about these subjects is because he has just started creating content online and wants to turn it into a business. I do my best to answer his questions and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey. Hello, John. Hey, how's going on, man? It's going great. I just uh, did my, I just finished the, the other call. It's crazy, man. I, I, I wanted to meet you like for so long. I'm, I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> You're the reason I'm into fitness, personal development, business. You, you're the reason, really. Really? I'm, I'm super glad to, to hear that. <laughs> what can I help you with? What is your first question? Uh, so, uh, uh, first off, how did you find out about Kinobody? How did you find out Kinobody and worked with him? Okay. Um, I first discovered Greg in the summer of 2013, I think. I was, uh, I just finished high school and I was looking for a big goal. I I I felt I was into personal development, and uh, I felt like I needed to be. I needed to to pull my energy into something, and I I, I didn't I didn't know what. And uh, I wanted to get back into fitness, and uh, I wanted to to know how Ryan Reynolds got his physique for the movie Green Lantern. That movie was super bad, but R- Ryan had a, had the great body, and uh, I just wrote on Google how to get a body like Ryan Reynolds. And Greg actually had an, an, an article about that. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw a video of him and he was just as ripped, if not even leaner than Ryan was in, in the, in the uh, movie. And uh, Greg just talked about, hey, you need to be in a calorie deficit. You need to eat uh, whatever foods you want, but you, you need to, to pay attention to calories and you just need to lift for strength. And it finally made sense to me because mm-hmm. before that I was focused on bro science, eat every uh, two hours, don't eat carbs, all, all, all that stuff. And he was the first to tell me about calories and, and strength. And for me, it was, it was uh, I was sold. And I, I followed Greg after that. And I, I, I followed him about a year before I, I actually contacted him first. And uh, I asked him to, to come on a, on, on, on a podcast with me because after about eight to 10 months, um, I got 
pretty knowledgeable in fitness because I, I read his entire site. I read Martin Burkan's site. I got into stuff that Alan Aragon was was writing, Lyle McDonald, all these all these uh, these experts. And I accumulated a pretty big knowledge about fitness. And I wanted to to create a a blog similar to Kinobody for Romania. And that's what mm -hmm. I did. That's how Think It Lit was born. And at some point, I just wanted to have a call with Greg because I wanted my audience to meet the person that inspired me to, to, to start the whole project. And uh, Greg came on the call. We had a great conversation. People liked the, um, liked the podcast. And uh, a short while after that, I asked him if I can translate his green card program into Romanian. That's, that's how I, 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 uh, I started working with him because uh, I, I went to him to, to provide value. And of course, he he said yes. Uh, I, I said that we can we can split the profits 50-50 because uh, his work were, was being was popular with my followers. So I wanted to um, give them the Grigal program, the one that I was following, translated in Romania in Romanian. And uh, that's how that's how we started working together. Thank you. Uh, second question. Uh, uh, what do you think about college and should the young people like me, like 18 years old, 19 years old, uh, should they go to college or start their own thing at this entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial age? What do you think about it? I think I think it depends. I think that if someone has a plan for what they want to do with their time at the moment and they have a goal, a business goal or a, uh, a goal about a, a professional goal, they cannot go to, to college because they already know what they want to do. But if someone is disoriented and doesn't know what they want in life, I think college is a great way, is, is, a, is a good thing to do. Going to college is a good thing to do because you develop skills because you have to learn stuff. You develop self-discipline because you have to pass the exams, because you have to study. Uh, you meet people. You are exposed to different environments. You are put in uh, situations where you have to improvise. Or you have to develop your skills. You have to build relationships. And uh, you are under pressure. And I think that that really builds your, your character and your capacity to provide value in the future. Mm. I think that those people that are in college and they just go out drinking every night and don't study at all when they say that oh college is is not necessary and you can just quit because that's not how you're going to be successful you just need to to uh provide your to, to provide value you can start your own business i think those, those people are delusional in a way because uh they're not they're not doing anything of value at the moment and why they're convinced they would do differently if they quit college but i i don't think that's that's the case i think the people that quit college and are successful after that are those that are those that were already doing a lot while they were in college. People yes. always say that oh, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg both uh, quit college to pursue their own businesses, and look, they are some of the richest uh, people in the world. Yeah, but they quit like Harvard and I don't know these these super these universities mm -hmm. that, that where it's super hard to to enter. So that's that's one thing that that should immediately tell you that they were they were already hardworking 
And uh, second of all, they already started working on projects while they were in college and probably uh, that only got in their way because it, it, it was taking time. But if someone doesn't have concrete goals, I think it's not wise to quit college just on um, hope alone, I would say. Hmm. Okay. Uh, how long uh, did it take you to make your first money online? Did you make money before you, uh, before you cooperated with Greg or did you make money before, uh, after? Yeah, I, uh, about six to eight months after I started Think It Lift, I built, I, I wrote maybe more than 50 or 60 uh, articles online and I made about 20 to 30 videos. And I was, I was getting a follow, I, I, was, I was maybe at the point where I had 3,000 subscribers and maybe 1,000 web, web uh, visits a month. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I decided that I wanted to help people lose weight. And that was the first way I, I made money through basically diet, diet coaching. I just uh, uh, taught people about calories, how to set their macros, what to eat, how to make their food choices, how to use intermittent fasting if they find it enjoyable, how to cook their meals, stuff like that. And I asked a really low price for it because I really had no expertise at that point, but I, I knew how to get people lean reasonably well. And that, that was the, the first money I made online. So about six, six to eight months. I don't remember exactly. And what about YouTube? Like you made money out of, out of YouTube or uh, people saw you on YouTube and you coached them then you got clients by YouTube. Right. I, I never monetize my videos on YouTube because oh. I, I don't like ads. I think mm. we already have enough products and ads are misleading and I just don't like ads. And I, I know I'm leaving money on the table, but it just, it's just against my principles. And I've never monetized my, my videos, although um, a couple of uh, months ago, it would have been <laughs> profitable because I, I was getting many views every month, uh, mm. every month. But no. I use YouTube, like you said, for people to discover my, my content. And then if they, if they like me, if they trust me, if they, if they, if they like my, my free content, then they can join the courses or in the past they could uh, uh, sign up for coaching. Um, and uh, what do you think are the best traits someone, someone needs to have in order to see success long term? Hmm. No mindset and yeah. I think the best the best breakdown of character traits that you that you need to have was done by Napoleon Hill in the book Think and Grow Rich. He has yeah. Yeah, really uh, nice book. 16 steps or 17 steps, I don't remember exactly, but he orders them. And hmm. I, I find that to be to, to be to be incredibly powerful because he lists the things that you need to do in the order of importance. He starts with a definiteness of purpose, right? You, you need to yeah. know what you want. People that, that don't know what they want, they can, can't even start. And um, I, I don't remember them in order actually, because I haven't read the book for a while now, but I, I know it was definiteness of purpose, 
it was self-discipline, it was cooperation, uh, a pleasing personality, what else? Accurate thinking, being able, being able to, to think accurately uh, about, about subjects and um, uh, courage, the mastermind, self-reliance, self I, I think. Uh, I, I don't remember them, them exactly, but if, if you've read the book, I would say those yeah, read, definitely, read. yeah, those, if, if one person develops those character traits, they will definitely uh, be successful because you just, then you're just so valuable on the marketplace that you will, you will be able to, to earn income and you'll be able to, to provide a lot of value to companies and to customers. And what is the main reason you have achieved such success? Well, I, this, I, I've seen a lot of videos that you talk about discipline and you have a program about discipline. Right. So for me, it's discipline. Like uh, if you can stop procrastinating. Yeah. What, what do you think about it? Uh, I think in my case, uh, of course, I had desire in the beginning. I, I, I don't know why, but I wanted more when I, when I was in high school. I have a, some sort of a character trait quality that is inborn. I think it's natural that when I discover that something I'm doing is wrong, I get the urge to start doing the right thing. I feel like I cannot do the bad thing anymore. And I was in high school, I realized that uh, there is such a thing as passive income, that you can work on a project upfront a lot for no money, but then after a while, you get paid for that work even if you're no if you're no longer working. Examples for this are programs that you sell on, online, or uh, renting an apartment, or having a business that functions without your presence. And when I re when I got this idea, I realized, whoa! Then I cannot get a job now because I, I know that th th there is there's this other thing that 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 is better. Um, so I had had the desire to do that. And then I had, uh, I had discipline from my father. My, my, my father is disciplined because I remember if he sets his mind that he's gonna wake up at 6 a.m. to go work in, on the garden or go fishing or whatever, at 6 a.m. he's up. No, no, there, there's, no uh, 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 there's no arguing with that. So I had that from him. And uh, other, other things I, I picked up on the way, I learned to make, uh, decisions quickly. I learned to provide value to other people. I think this is huge. If, if you define success as earning money, which most people do, um, then what you need to do is be valuable to other people. And of course, you, you do that through all, through all the other character traits. If you're self-disciplined, you of course are more valuable to other people. If you have a, a pleasing personality, you can talk to them better. Um, if you can make decisions quickly, then uh, again, you, you provide more value. So uh, money, in my, in my view, is a reward for service rendered. If you want a certain income every month, then you need to provide an equal amount of value through either services or products as an exchange, in exchange for that. So I, I, I would say that in my case, I focused on providing the, the best value I could to my, uh, to my audience. I wanted to make my videos short, 
entertaining, informative, uh, easy to watch, all, all these things so they can learn the information better. Because I'm telling you, if you just start a, a webcam and you, you talk to it and you say all the right information, it's not, the, the, those videos won't be as successful as the videos where you think about how do people want to learn? Oh, they want their attention to be always grabbed by something else. Oh, then let's have cuts. Uh, let's have scenes. Let's have uh, entertainment. Let's have music. Let's have writing on the on the screen to to make people more engaged. Oh, let's make the video shorter so people uh, um, can uh, can get the information faster and basically have more more time for for other things. And uh, through that, I think in, in my case, because I was thinking how, how I can provide value to people through my videos, articles, and programs, that is why I am reasonably successful, if you believe that about me. Mm. Uh, what do you think about social media? And how can we, uh, people at my age, how can we use them to learn and what is the best way to use them? Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not really good on social media because I don't really like it. The only social media that I really like is, is YouTube. That's where I spend most of my most of the time that I spend on social media because I find YouTube much more informative than Facebook or, or Instagram. Uh, and it, it, it also it doesn't fit my my personality. I, I don't I don't see myself as uh, not that I don't see myself. I don't really like sharing stuff before they are concrete. I don't like sharing ideas before I have them really defined in my mind in a way that uh, they really get the message across the way, the way I want it or the way that uh, people would benefit the most from it. And I, my life is pretty uninteresting. I just sit in this place most, most days and write or edit or uh, do other types of works. So my, my life is not really suitable for, for social media. I am not the best person to, to answer this, this, uh, this question, but I would say the most valuable way to use social media is again, to provide value to people. And value is really subjective. You can be, you can provide information either through videos or to, through Instagram posts or through, um, you know, short tech sh short articles written on facebook or on uh, or on instagram but another way to provide value is through inspiration hey i'm doing this you just post a picture of yourself doing something and progressing in a skill or towards a goal over the course of a year and people would just follow you to see how you're doing and they they want to be they're inspired to do the same thing that's another way to, to provide value to to people other ways of course are entertainment you just post cat videos and you just post uh, jokes and vines and stuff like that. And yeah, that, that's value. I, I sometimes laugh at those videos. I, you know, I, I watch them again because I, I find them funny. So I think the way to use social media, the right way to use social media is to create, not consume. Mm -hmm. Is to bring a contribution to the world that you believe makes people's lives better but i don't think I, I don't agree with spending a lot of time on social media and wasting your time 
And of course, um, you can use social media to, to, to build a business through uh, those things. Because once you have an audience, you, just, you can just, and they trust you, you can direct them towards uh, stuff that you want them to see because you believe uh, they will benefit from them. Uh, so, uh, where do you see yourself and your business and YouTube channel in the next five years, let's say? Right. Uh, I, I, at the moment, I don't know. I'm, I'm in the process of making changes in my life. Big changes in goals, big changes in skills, big changes in life view. So I, I can't really say. If you ask me the same thing at the beginning of the year, I would say that I was growing Think It Lift to maybe, I don't know, several hundred uh, thousand dollars per year. That's, that's, that's where I wanted to go. But something happened in the last year I started thinking more about myself and more about what I want to do. Uh, no, more about why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I realized that just pursuing profits is not something that I'm interested in. So I, 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 this is why I haven't focused a lot on, on, on thinking Tiff lately because I, uh, I'm going through some life changes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm redefining my, my path. And at the moment, I just want to turn my YouTube channel into a medium that teaches people how to make the right choices for themselves and our society, how we can be the best we know how to be. Because I feel that the, big, the, the, the best way to solve, to, to solve the, the major problems in the world is to make people aware and educated about them. For example, everybody talks about climate change. You're probably interested in climate change as well. And we, especially us young people, yeah, of course we don't want pollution. Of course we want to contribute to that. But nobody is there to teach you how to do it. And this is what I'm working on right now. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm just, I'm writing a, a huge video that basically says how, how, finally, how we can actually contribute to transitioning to sustainable energy. So my, my goal in the future is to turn my YouTube channel into um, a place where people can come and learn how they can be better in a specific, uh, in, in several areas, but really, really in-depth and informative videos on that. You watch that video and you know what you, what you have to do. That's why I'm making them several hours long. And what about fitness, your fitness goals and uh, videos on YouTube about fitness? Right. Or... That's, that's, a, that's a part of it because I feel health and fitness are really important. Of course, health is obviously the most important because if you don't have health, you can't really achieve uh, uh, your other goals. But being lean muscle and being happy with your body also boosts your self-confidence. It, bo it boosts your productivity. It boosts your courage. And it has all these positive effects on uh, on your life. So I will I will still do uh, videos related to fitness, but again, more like courses than uh, short videos about a specific topic. For example, I, I will make videos about how you can get how how you can become lean and muscular uh, from total being totally sedentary. And then just boom, three hours, two hours, one hour, whatever, how, how long it takes to cover everything and boom, just post that online. You watch 
that video and you already have much of the picture of, of what you need to do. So my, my channel will no longer be like it was in the past where I post uh, short regular videos about specific topics related to fitness. It will be more, more uh, like fitness guides, longer and more in-depth with a specific goal. Mm, nice. So uh, another question, uh, how do we stop procrastination? Like how can we focus on that goal and achieve it and not waste time on irrelevant things? Hmm. I think, I think it's, it's a process. I think no, nobody can become super disciplined right from the start. I remember that uh, in the beginning, I worked maybe a few hours a day and then I just read and watched videos for the, for, for, the, for the rest of the day. You could say that was procrastination, but it was good procrastination. <laughs> but then a few years later, if I, if I had to, to work on a project, I would spend most day work just working on that project and procrastinating relatively little, although still several hours a day. I think that it's it's very rare to find someone that doesn't procrastinate at least two hours a day. I would say even the most the most disciplined and the people that you admire the most. I think they they too take out their phone and just scroll randomly on Instagram or they watch a random video because they find the title interesting. And uh, I think most people present themselves, most people create the wrong perception of themselves online because they present them to be much better than they actually are. Yeah, that's, so I, I, I think, I think uh, you will always procrastinate to a certain, to, to a certain extent, hopefully very little. And the way you, you stop that is, I believe the most important thing is to have a clear vision, is to have a clear picture of what you want to do in the next few months or maybe in the next year, and also a clear to-do list for the day. If those two things are missing, I would say procrastination is inevitable because you literally put yourself uh, you, you, you come to a place to work and you literally have no idea what to do. And mm -hmm. it's very rare that our mind stops and thinks, okay, what should I do right now? No, instead it's your attention, your, your attention is grabbed by a video, by a post, by a notification, by whatever. And you just go on that train and you spend two hours and then you come back to, to the point where you, you wanted to, to, start work, to, to start working. So I would say uh, a, a to-do list is extremely important, but also in order to stick to the to-do list, what you need to do needs to feel important to you. You need to be inspired about that. And that comes from the long-term vision that again needs to be clear. So uh, what is the best advice that you can give me and people at my age in order to see success? Right now, what is the, the best advice? Well, I'm, I'm, I want to, to focus this video on you because I, I told you that you, you can uh, treat this as a coaching call. In your case, if you, if you feel your biggest problem right now is procrastination, I'm just going to ask you, do you have a clear vision for what you want to do in the next three months? Yes, yes, I do. Is, is it really clear? Yes. 
okay, do you have the concrete steps defined for how you plan to, to get there? Not exactly. But I, I know what I want to achieve in these next three months. Okay. Uh, is it, 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 can you tell me or is it a, uh, uh, some sort of a surprise or a secret that you want to keep it to, to yourself? Maybe keep it to myself, yeah. Okay, okay. That's, that's fine. I actually admire that because I feel that if you, I believe that if you keep goals to yourself, you're actually more likely to achieve them because you will not feel like you achieved something just because you talked to me about that. So I, I really admire you about that, John. Um, I would say, do, do, you, do you create clear to-do lists every day? And you don't stick to them? Depends. Like most of the times I stick to them, but the stuff I don't do are completely irrelevant. Like I can do it the next day. It's completely irrelevant. The, the big stuff that I have to do for the day, they're getting done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I know that, that feeling where you say, okay, uh, I can, I can do this tomorrow because, uh, I'm gonna have more more time, or maybe I'll, I'll I'll be in a better mood, or I have better concentration, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that to get rid of that, you need to develop a a sense of urgency. You need to, yeah. Uh, Jim Rohn said, without a sense of urgency, desire loses its value. You need to you need to constantly be now now now. I, I, it, it needs to happen as fast as possible because uh, otherwise you will always have the tendency to, to put things off. And now, now how, how do you develop a burning desire or a sense of urgency? I would say the best way to do that is through auto-suggestion. Are you familiar with the, with the yeah, concept? I've seen, yeah, I've seen your videos about auto-suggestion auto -suggestion, or like a big thing happening to you in order to change, but auto-suggestion is the best way to change. Yeah, like I, you have I, believe, I believe auto-suggestion is the, is the best way to, to, to develop desire, is to, to um, make, if you, if you saturate your mind with the image of what you want to do, you will naturally feel like doing that. And you will naturally uh, have the desire to, to do those things. For example, if, if uh, you, you, you said that you played video games in the past. Yes. What if right now you spend an hour visualizing one of your favorite games you played in the past. You remember the music, the feeling you had playing, the, the quests, the characters, all that stuff. You will start to have the desire to, to play that game. And yes. the more you think about that, the more you're going to want to play. If, if, if you think about it today, if you think about it tomorrow, if you think about it the next day, and you do that for a week, you will get those thoughts several times a day at some point. And yeah. then you will be tempted to, to, go, to go and play. Well, you need to use this in your advantage and think about your vision or your goals like that. Visualize them like that. Because then the same thing will happen. You will start thinking about your goals several times a day for, for weeks at a time and you will 
you will feel like that is the biggest priority. That is what you need to get done. And one thing that I would, uh, I would also add to that. So if, you, if you're going to use auto-suggestion, I think a big, a big part of your uh, burning desire or sense of urgency will be developed. But I would also encourage you to look into something called moral licensing. I'll write down. Moral licensing. Okay. You, can, you can read the book Willpower Instinct by Kelly McGonigal. Okay. There's a, there's a chapter in there called Moral Licensing that for me, it really helped me um, reduce procrastination because I realized I was getting a to-do list done, okay? And I had maybe five items on that, on that list. I, I did, I would start working and I would do the first, the second and the third item. And then I would start feeling good about myself. Like, oh, you know, I achieved enough for the day. And uh, then I was more tempted to procrastinate. When you feel like you did something good, then you feel like you deserve something bad, like a reward. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I haven't thought that, that way. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it works with a lot of stuff, even with dieting or, or fitness. For example, some people say, uh, oh, I, I dieted so hard for three days, now I deserve a cheat day. And boom, they go in and, uh, and, and do that. Or in my case, it, it could happen like this. Uh, I had the goal of maybe writing an article, editing a video, and doing emails at the end of the day. I would write a post, I would uh, edit a video, and then when it, when it came to emails, I would say, well, I, I already did a lot for the day. I wrote the post and I, uh, I made a video. I can, I, can, I can do the emails tomorrow and I'm just gonna watch some movie today or I'm just gonna play something because I, I felt like I did something good and now I, I deserve something bad. And the way to, 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 to stop doing that uh, as, as it is presented in, uh, in Kelly's book, is you need to stop thinking you, you need to stop thinking of your behavior as good and bad. You need to view your work and fun as goals and not opposed to one another, but something that uh, goes hand uh, things that, that go hand in hand. Fun is good and work is good. It's not work is good and fun is bad. You, you want both. You, you mm. need to think about both in, in, in equal terms. And you realize that you, you work because you want to and you have fun because, because you want to, but you schedule the fun. You actually make, make fun an item on your to-do list. Most people don't do that. They, they view relaxation or fun as something that they're not allowed to do ever. So because of that, they procrastinate on their work. At least that, that, that was my, my experience. It's been shown that when we think that we can make up for our mistakes in the future, we allow ourselves to not work today. If you say, I, tomorrow I'm going to have more time, I'm going to be more disciplined, more, I'm going to have uh, better concentration, then uh, you allow yourself to not, do, to not do the work today. But if you don't allow yourself to, to make up for your mistakes, then uh, each mistake starts to hurt you because you realize you cannot undo it. Yeah. Mm. 
if uh, if that makes sense to you and uh, it's like an aha moment, I think you should use that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have a fun day, it's it just was a fun day. You don't have to work twice as hard tomorrow because you're just gonna have these these big swings where you have maybe one day where you are really really productive, but then you're gonna have one day where you don't really do anything. And one of the things that you you're gonna learn from Kelly's book is that in order to to become more more disciplined, you need to create a you need to reduce the variability of your behavior. Don't be really productive one day and just playing video games whole day or another day. Try to have maybe six to eight or six to ten hours a day uh, where you work every single day, and then but balance that with fun. Mm. That that was my my experience. Yeah, that that was really helpful. Oh, oh okay, okay. All right, John. Thank you so much for for coming on, on the podcast. And Thank uh, you. If, you, if you're going to get the, the chance to, uh, to do the first comment again in the future, <laughs> another, another post, you're, you're going to be on again. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Have a, have a great night. You too. See you. you. See ya. Bye-bye.